0: May God continue to richly bless your journey every step of the way.
1: Very straightforward message this morning. It's just about as simple and straightforward as it gets, uh, but it, I don't know that it could be more important uh, than the message this morning. Just, just what the Bible says we're going to preach this morning. So If you'd stand and honor God's word, Romans chapter 2, uh, verse number 5, we're going to start with. But after thy hardness and impotent heart, treasurest up unto thyself wrath against the day of wrath and revelation of the righteous judgment of God, who will render unto every man according to his deeds, to them who patient. Continuance in well doing, seek for glory and honor and immortality, eternal life. But unto them that are contentious and do not obey the truth, but obey unrighteousness, indignation and wrath, tribulation and anguish upon every soul of man that doeth evil, to the Jew first and also to the Gentile, But glory and honor and peace to every man that worketh good, to the Jew first and also to the Gentile. For there is no respect of person with God. Let us pray. Father, how I thank you for the service this far. Thank you for each and every one that is is here with us this morning. Those that are joining us online. Lord, I pray you would speak through me. God, I beg you that you would get me out of the way. Let me not hinder your word. But Lord, just uh, speak through your Holy Spirit to each and every soul that is here, I pray. In Jesus' name, amen. You can be seated. So a real straightforward message this morning, just right out of the Bible. This this is just what the Bible says. And, you know, a lot of times people say, well, the preacher's harsh. Well, this is just what the Bible says we're going to preach this morning. And it, it is so very clear uh, that I think it leads very little interpretation, okay? But I, I want to start out by saying this. Uh, the title of the message this morning is... You better be sure. You better be sure. And here's the thing. There are religions all over the world with all different ideas. Right? I mean, we, we can go to, we can argue back and forth. We can say, you know, the Muslims are right, the Buddhists are right, the, the Jehovah's Witnesses are right. The, you know, we can, just, we can just throw all these different, and we can argue back and forth who is right and who is wrong. And we get to have that argument today. But you better be sure. Because what if you're wrong? Right? I mean, what if you're wrong? And not only uh, with, with all the religions of the world, can I, can I tell you that it is foolishness, it, it is kind of the common thing today that they say, but it is foolishness to just say, well, all the religions are the same. That's just foolishness. All the the religions are not the same. We can't all come together and we just end up in the same place. Because we're teaching opposite beliefs. So all all religions are not the same. And you say, well, what makes you think your religion is better than my religion? Well, here's the thing. You just better be sure your religion is the right one. Right? Because there is a consequence to this. Not only is there all the religions of the world, but how many of you know there are a lot of opinions out there? There's a lot of opinions, right? there there's I, well, this is what I believe, and this is what I believe and this is what I think, and this this is how I say And old preacher I, me and Jesus, we got it all worked out and I, and I believe in Jesus, and He understands me and all these different things. We have a lot of opinions, but, but can I say again, you better be sure. you better be sure. We can argue back and forth about opinions all day long, but one day it's going to matter. If you're right. Am, right? Inside Christianity, you know, that's a great big umbrella. <laughs> it, it, today, we, today what we call Christian is basically anyone says they believe in Jesus. and That's a great big umbrella. But inside of what we would call Christian, inside of what we would call Christian denominations, there's a lot of different beliefs. I mean, it's all over the place what it is to be a Christian, what it is to get to heaven. It, it's, it's all over the place. But again, can I just say... You better be sure. You better be sure. You, 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 you think you're right, but what if you're not right? And this text is very, very, very clear. Let me draw your attention to my first point, uh, my first point this morning, revealing who is right. This really stuck out to me, as you read verse number 5, as, as we jump down to the end of verse number 5, it says, "...and the revelation of the righteous judgment of God." That, that means that when this text finally comes to play and we are at the end of time, time is no more and this life is over and God begins to pass judgment, can I tell you, His judgment's going to be right. right. It's going to be right. We, we learned last week, uh, back in verse number 2, it says, but we are sure that the judgment of God is, is according to truth. God's judgment will be right. Have you ever heard people say today... Well, I don't believe what God did was right. I don't believe what God did was right. Oprah says, if that is how God is, I don't want to serve a God like that. She has the privilege of doing that today. But she better be right. She better be right. We hear people all the time say, well, you know, God, if He lets this happen, if God lets that happen, God is not fair, or what happened to this family is not fair. And we judge God, but can I tell you, one day God is going to judge right, and we no longer will have the right to disagree with Him, because He will have the final say. He will have the final say. And it says here that that it will be revealed His righteous judgment. And that is a staggering, staggering thought. Uh, if we look at, uh, you, you don't have to turn over, let me just read this to you. Very, very familiar scripture. But it says in, in Matthew seven twenty two, it says, Many say unto me in that day, this is talking about the, the day that we're talking about, the judgment day, Lord, Lord, we're calling Him Lord. Have I not prophesied in thy name, and in thy name cast out devils, and in thy name done many wonderful works, and then will I profess unto them, I never knew you, depart from me ye that work iniquity. How can that be? We went to church, we did right things, we, we did all these religious things. We believe what our Bibles, we believe what our uh, priesthood told us. We believe these things. And he said, I never knew you. Depart from me. And then he said in verse number 13, same chapter, he said, Enter ye in at the straight gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction. And, but, and many be uh, there which be, go therein at. But because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life, and few there be that find it. You know, you're on one of two roads this morning. You're on that narrow road. or are on that big, broad road. Yeah. Now, all those people today who are wanting to say all religions lead to the same place, by the time it takes a wide road to get everybody on it. <laughs> that was a little joke. You guys didn't get it. <laughs> You can't have a narrow road and put all the religions on it. You've got to have a narrow road for, for Jesus, but you don't have a wide enough road to fit all the other religions in there because they won't all fit. All those roads are going to lead you to hell. But this scripture says uh, that there will be a revealing of God's righteous judgment. Interesting thing. Romans 14.11, it says, it says this. It says uh, that every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess to God. Do you guys know what the word confess means in the Greek? It means to agree with God. You know what that text says? Every last person here this morning, every person watching us online, every person in the entire universe, every person that's been born since Adam, up until this day, at the end of time, every last person will bow down and say, God, you were right. (laughs) Right? Now today you don't have to do that. Today you can disagree with God. Today you can do it your own way. Today you can you can just not do what the word by what the Bible says. Today you can do really anything you want to, but you better be sure, because one day, everyone's going to say, "God, you were right." Now when I get there. Uh, not because I'm anybody, but when I get there, I am going to be very, very excited. I, Brother Terry, I'm not, I can't wait. I'm so excited because one day I'm going to get to, I'm going to bow down. And I'm going to say, yes, Jesus was right. Yeah. But there will be many who will bow down and say, oh no, Jesus was right. Do we see the difference? You better be sure. But everybody's going to agree, everybody's going to come that, to that conclusion that Jesus was right. Now, it says his righteous judgment, his righteous judgment. I know this is really hard to grasp, I know this is hard for everyone to grasp, but in this day, when God is in final control on the end of time, when God says to you, depart from me and, and burn in a lake of fire forever, you will say, that is exactly what I deserve. Is that hard to understand? You will say, now that I see, you are right, and I deserve to die, go to hell. Further than that, we've had this decision, this is really hard to grasp, if I, have, if I have a son, if I have a daughter, if I have a mom, a dad, a brother, a sister, if I have someone that I love very dearly, and I love them with all of my heart, and they do not accept Jesus Christ as their Savior, and, and the end of time comes, and my God says to my loved one, go and burn in eternity forever, I will say amen. That's what should happen, because God is right. You say, preacher, that's way too hard. Well, it's just what the Bible says. God is right. That's the whole point I'm trying to get across today we can argue today we can have opinions today we can all say well, I, I believe this and I believe that, but can I just tell you God is right and here's the thing he gets the last word in. you know those people that you that, that every time you argue with them they have to be the last one to say something right I'm not going to ask you if you're married to one of those, but if you know that they, they got to always have the last say right but you know God is going to end the argument. He's going to end the argument, and he's going to get to be right. So, this morning you are here, and you say, well oh, pastor, that, that's fine and Danny but, but, but I have my own beliefs. I, I have my own interpretation of the Bible. I, I have my idea of what it takes to get to heaven. I, I have my own opinions, and and, and I, this is what I believe. And you say, Pastor, you don't have the right to tell me that I am wrong and you are right. You're right. We all have our opinions. I just say again, you better be right. You better be right. Right? Now we get to the end of time, and, and we get to the end of time, and we find out that the Bible is not true. There is no God. When this life is over, we all just go on the ground. We're dust, and there is no afterlife. Okay? But what if this is Right? What if this is right? Okay? If this is right, we better do what it says. Well I'm not really too worried about the Bible. I, I have my own book, my own religious book that I believe in, and, and I'm I'm not really too concerned about what the Bible says. You have that right. You're allowed to think that. But one day, this book right here is what's gonna stand. Now I could stand up here and I'm not going to. I spent I've spent most of my life, forty some years studying the Word of God, diligently studying the Word of God. I have looked into, you know, you can study science and you can study history and you can study archaeology and you can study all of the ways that the Bible came to be, and you can study all these things, and and you can you can I could argue it out a lot of different ways that this is right. And and by the way, there are a lot of people that are very, very intelligent people who have, have were atheists and set out to disprove God and they start started studying the facts, and you know what they figured out? God was right. God was right. But as I'm saying, all I'm preaching to you this morning is you just better be sure that you're right. Because if you get to the end and you were wrong, eternity will be the consequences. Now, I know this is very, very graphic, but do you guys all know how many of you can, can say beyond a shadow of a doubt, I know that I know that I know that I know, within, without any question, that I'll be here this evening? I'm not talking about in this church, but I'm talking about still alive. You know the little kids can't tell us that? There, there's not one person here who can say, I know for sure I'll be alive this evening. Every one of us can. You know, it's been said, in, you know, this is not a scare attack, this is just, I'm just trying to make this, you understand this. The car could be pulling out of the driveway right now that will take your life. Right? So you're laying on the side of the road, or maybe you're smashed in your vehicle. You have 10 seconds left to live. Do you know that at that moment, that's a little bit of a bad time to figure out if you were right or if you were wrong? I don't want to be there where I'm dying on the side of the road, and I know I literally have seconds, and I'm either going to be in heaven or I'm going to be in hell, and I hope I figured it out right. And, we, and, it, and my whole point is, we can argue back and forth about which religion is right, and about how do we get to heaven, and what does it take to get to heaven. We can argue about all these different things. We can argue we don't believe the Bible. We can believe in some other religion. We can do all these different things, but you better be sure, because the end is coming. The end is coming. So, point number one, revealing who is right. Who is right is going to be uh, the ones who read the Bible, the ones who, who go by the Bible, the ones who live by the Bible. That is, That will be the revealing that is done. And any, any religion, any belief, anything you have, any opinion you have that disagrees with the Word of God will not make it through judgment because God will be right. So, number two. <clears throat> now, the... Uh, uh, Webster says that this is not a word. Josh said, Dad, do you know that's not a word? I, I know it's, it's not a word, because Webster says it's not, right? So, but I made up a word anyway. Point number two, two, the number two, thems. Now, I know if you're an English teacher, them is already a plural so what do you do with the plural when it's plural? <laughs> right? Cuz cuz them is plural, but we got two thems. There's more than one them. And so, you know, it may not be proper English, but there's two thems in this scripture. So we want to look at the two thems. That's our next point. The two thems. And it, and it is very clear, again, this is just straight out of the Bible, uh that there is a judgment coming that God will reveal his righteous judgment and and that that there are two thems. So if we look, uh if we look in verse number 7, it says, to them, that's the first them, who by patient continuance and well-doing seek for glory and honor and immortality. So the first them are those that are, that are that are seeking to do what God says. They're seeking to honor him. They're seeking to they're looking at the life hereafter and they're seeking to live that life. That's the first of uh, them. The second them is in verse eight. But unto them, so what do you do when you got two thems? <laughs> I don't know what you do when you got two thems, but I put an S on the end of it. All right, two thems. Unto them that are contentious and do not obey the truth, but obey unrighteousness. That's the second them. So, this this passage is so very clear. There's a righteous judgment coming. It will be according to truth. And there will be two categories of people. There will be the them that are thinking about the truth and living righteous. There will be the them that are disregarding the truth and not doing what it says. And it is, that is just as clear as can be. We, we jump back up into... Uh, Verse number five, it says, by thy hardness and impotent heart. Impotent means not repentant. You're you're hardened. I'm not going to listen to what God says. I'm not going to listen to what the Bible says. I don't care about that religion. I have my own belief. I have my own opinion. Your heart is hardened. You're You're unrepentant and you have that right. And you can leave here today and you can be unrepentant and you can be hardened. But what I'm telling you is the day will come when God will make righteous judgment. And there will be two categories. And you will either stand in line as one of those who served him, or you will stand in line of one of those that rejected him. And it, and it is really that simple. So we look, at a, we look at verse number 6, and it says, so we're talking about the judgment of God, and it says that in the judgment of God, he will render to every man according to his deeds. Now, someone could say to me, Pastor, I thought we believed we are not saved by works. Is that what we believe? We're not saved by works. The Bible says he's going to judge us for our deeds. Isn't that a contradiction? No, not at all. Does anybody know what your deeds tell us? Tells us what's in your heart. Am I right? You're not going to get to heaven and him say, Brother Steve, you are so good. Because you're just so good, I'm going to let you into heaven. That ain't never going to happen, brother. But he might say, I can tell you got Jesus in there because of the way you live your life. Is this making sense to anybody? Your deeds show what's on the inside. And and we preach it many times, but you can't say, I love Jesus, I believe in Jesus, I accept Jesus, I'm going to continue to go against the Bible, continue to live the way I want, continue to do things that are sinful, continue to go against what God says is right and wrong, I'm going to do it, but hey, I love Jesus. Because your deeds tell a different story. Your deeds say you don't love Jesus. We sung that song this morning, I didn't look around, loving my Jesus. Jesus. You might have all had your hand up in there and said, I love Jesus. But if you go out of here living a sinful life, you don't love Jesus. Your deeds are more important <laughs> than what comes out of your lips. And I could go across this. I, I kind of believe this. I kind of believe if I went across every last person here, started right up here at the front and went across every. I kind of believe that everybody here would probably say, I love Jesus. Does your deeds look like it? Does your deeds look like it? Because he said, when we get to the end, he's not saying, I'm going to let you in because you were so good. He's saying, I'm going to be able to tell if you really love Jesus by the way you lived your life. You know, you can't be saved, truly love Jesus Christ, and go on living in sin. Can I get an amen right there? You can't get saved and love Jesus and continue on living in sin. Now, I just, as a pastor, just stood up here and confessed that I failed the Lord, says George, I let Him down. I'm not what I'm supposed to be. Oh, boy, I just wish I wasn't that way, but I do. But God knows my heart. I love Him. I, I want to live for Him. I want to do every word this book says. I, I want to live according to His will. And, and when I do fail Him, He still loves me. But when I get to the end, I hope He says, your deeds show that you were changed. See, what the Bible really teaches is you cannot live according to the Bible unless you have been changed. That's what the Bible really teaches. Bible teaches you have to be born again. The first time you were born, we were born uh, unto Adam. We were born unto mankind. We were corrupt. The second time we were born, we were born again. We are born spiritually, which means there's a change takes place, which means I am now able to live the Christian life. Without that change, listen, I can you can come up to me at the church and say, Pastor, I want to go to heaven. Just tell me what I got to do to make it to heaven. And I can give you a long list of rules, but can I tell you, you won't be able to do it anyway, and even if you did, you won't go to heaven. But when you have Jesus, He enables you to live the Christian life. And when we get to the end... The deeds will be so. This morning, as we are we are looking at this, and we we could we could pick this apart, and we don't have time to to go into it in great detail. But it it very clearly does lay out that there are those who are unrepentant. There are those. That, it says you treasure up to, to thyself wrath against that day. You're building up wrath that will be poured out upon you. Uh, you're uh, you're unrighteous. You're um, you're not obeying the truth. You're contentious. We have all these descriptions here, and then we have the description of those who obey the truth, and they. live to glory and honor and to peace. And so again this morning, and and those watching us online and and everyone that is here, you can say, Pastor, I have my own beliefs. You're welcome. I have my own religion. You're allowed to do that. Pastor, I don't see it the way you do. You don't have to. But you better be sure you're right. You better be sure you're right. And you tell me I know I'm a Christian. I know I will go to heaven. I got, it, I got this thing figured out. And I'm I and I, and I I'm trying to be as, as just, as, just as truthful as I can. But would you say that your lifestyle lines up with the Word of God? Because if you tell me you're a Christian, you tell me you're going to go to heaven, you tell me you have nothing to worry about, but deep down you know that all of the things you do throughout your life are against the word of God, then God said at the end, he's going to say, depart from me and burn in a lake of fire forever. Some pretty strong words here, pretty ugly words. It says in verse number nine, tribulation and anguish. In verse number eight, the end of it, it says indignation and wrath. Can I tell you, friend, that that's what hell is? It is God's wrath. It is God's indignation. Well, I don't believe a loving God would send me to hell. Well, you can believe what you want to, but you really send yourself to hell because you reject Jesus Christ. And this is very clear. This will, this will be a horrible, horrible thing. And here's the thing. It will last forever. Okay? Me and Renee had... Uh, we, we were we were uh, blessed to have the, the virus back in October. And... You know, it was, it was a lot of fun, really. It was great. Um, but but here's kind of how it went, and that was just a strangest, the strangest thing. But it just seemed like it lasted forever. And Renee was just like, you know, and you, you get to feel a little bit better, and you think, oh, I'm coming out of this thing. And then tomorrow, <sighs> feel terrible. But But here's my point. I think it lasted two, three weeks, maybe four weeks at most. Can I tell you, that seemed like a long time. When you don't feel good and you're feeling bad, three or four weeks seems like a long time. And Renee kept saying, when will this ever be over? What if it was never over? What if it just lasted forever? Forever and ever and ever. You're you're in so much excruciating pain, you cannot bear it. And you think, well, how long will this last? It's never going to go away. It's going to last forever. You say, Pastor, I don't believe that. Hey, you have the right. Help yourself. You say, Pastor, I don't think God will do that. I don't, I don't, don't think hell is permanent. I don't think hell is real. I, I don't believe that God will send us there. You have that right. But you better be sure. Because the Bible says it's real. And the Bible says it will last forever. And the Bible says if you don't accept Jesus Christ and live a holy life, you will not go to heaven. So this is pretty serious stuff. Pretty serious stuff. So we have the two thems, we have the good them, the ones that are doing good deeds, we have those that are doing bad deeds, the ones that are doing good deeds are doing that because they have Jesus Christ in their life. It has made a change in them. They've been born again. The ones that are doing bad deeds are just basically just living the life of the flesh that the flesh wants to do. So we will be judged by our deeds. Number three, number three. Amy, for some reason I thought about you on this point, but... And and now she's corrupted my grandson, by the way, Kason. but there's no do-overs. You don't get part way through the game and say, Oh we'll make some different rules here so I can win, right? No. There's no do-overs. See what my point is, you, you say, Well, I don't agree with you. I have a different religion, I have a different belief, I have a different thought, I, I don't see it the way you do. Hey, you're well you're welcome to it. Help yourself. But when life is over. There are no do-overs. There are no opportunities to say, okay, God, now I realize you were right. I want to change my mind. Can I tell you, we've already said life could be snuffed out today. Listen, that's not for the older people. That's for all of us. We have no guarantee that, this, that we will see the... I got up this morning. I literally had this thought. I, th- I said, Lord, bless me till I lay my head back down on this pillow tonight. But how many of you know I may never lay my head back down on that pillow tonight? My head might be laying somewhere else. But if I draw my last breath and I slip off into eternity, at that point, there's no do overs. There's no, I changed my mind. There's no, I was wrong. There was no, can I get a second chance? Can I tell you, death is final? Death is permanent. Now listen, I'm not here to argue with anybody. There's all kinds of crazy thoughts out there about that. But can I just tell you, death is permanent. Death is, when you leave here, that's the end. There, there's no fixing it after you die. There's no praying you out of it. There's no there, that, that's, not, that's not Bible. That is not truth. When you die, howsoever the tree falls, so shall it lay. Once you die... Listen, we can, we can have you a pretty funeral. We can find a preacher who will say all kinds of things about you that are nice. We can say you went to heaven and you're in a better place. But can I just tell you, however you live your life, that's how you will be in death forever. And I just, I'm just begging everybody here, and everybody watching this online, you better be sure. You better be sure. That's all I got. That's all I got. You know, I could try and argue why I'm right and why you're wrong. We could try and argue about all different things. We can go on and on and on. But I think it's better just to leave you with this. You are going to bear the burden of whether you are right or whether you are wrong. There are some here this morning who have made the decision that this right here is truth. And they have made the decision to do what this says because they believe this is the Word of God. And maybe some of you haven't made that decision. Maybe you don't believe this is the Word of God. Maybe you believe there's another way to get to heaven. And all I'm saying is, you have to live with your decisions. You have to live with your decisions. Here in just a second, we're going to give you the opportunity to make that decision. And when we give you that opportunity, you can say, well... I hear what you're saying, preacher, but I don't agree with you. You're you're welcome to that. We are free will Baptists. You have a free will to say no. (laughs) No, thank you. I would like to go to hell. Please do not bother me. You're welcome to it. You may say, I got to think about that a while. Just not ready today to make that change. You have that right. Right. But once you walk out that back door, you may never walk back in. And it could be the end. And, you know, we might be best friends. We, we might be really close. We might be really tight. But if you die in your sins, there's nothing I can say or do to help you. You're going to stand before God condemned for eternity. I don't know how I can make it any more simpler. I don't know how I can make it any more real. I'm not here to uh, um, even win an argument this morning. I just am laying it all on all of you. You're going to have to decide
0: what will you do with Jesus. We pray that this message has stirred your soul as you continue on for Christ. If you've been blessed by this sermon, we encourage you to share this podcast with others that we made together and each other for the kingdom cause. To listen to Sandhill sermons live, you can join us Sundays at 11 o'clock on Facebook and YouTube. You can also find additional content such as our Steadfast Studies podcast or the NOYC Godcast for Youth, provided by Sandhill for Spiritual Growth of All Ages. These can be found at sandhillfwb.com or on all major podcast platforms. May God continue to richly bless your journey every step of the way.